God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. Glory to God. I believe that you are on the verge of walking into uh, God's ordained and promised place for you. I believe that. I believe that you're on the verge of doing that. Uh, I believe that uh, even though uh, you will go through some difficult stuff, uh, that God will be with you, that he'll be with you through the challenge. And, and that gives me a whole lot of consolation and peace uh, to know that God will be with me in the challenge. Uh, I believe that you're shifting into a period of empowerment. I believe that you're, you're about to be empowered like you've never been empowered before. Uh, you're about to realize the reason for the visions and dreams that God has given you. Uh, there's some people in this room right now, you've had visions, you've had dreams that God has placed in your heart, but everything seemed like it wasn't going to occur and it seemed like it was being delayed and that you would never really be able to walk in it. But God told me to tell you there's a reason for the dream and there's a reason for the vision. Somebody in this house is about to collide with purpose. I'm telling you right now, you're, you're going to collide with purpose. You're going to walk right into it if you allow God to lead and guide you. You know, we've been dealing with the faith of Harriet Tubman and how she was willing to allow God to speak to her and lead her through uh, challenging terrain. Uh, she was walking 100 miles uh, to a place that would sign her certificate for freedom. And she believed that God was able to get her there. I wish we had a couple of people in the house that believe that God is able to get them there. Uh, with, without all of the tools, uh, without all of the equipment, without all of the qualifications, I believe that God can get you there. Is there anybody here that believes that, that God can get you to the place that he's called you to? I believe it. I believe it. I, I'm not in this place of, of doubt. Uh, I'm not concerned about it. I just believe that God can handle me and my enemy. She encountered uh, a black man selling apples at an apple stand. She asked him for uh, directions to Pennsylvania, to the Pennsylvania Anti-Slavery Society. After handing her an apple, he told her where to go. He also told her not to be afraid and to walk like she had a right to. He said, listen, you, you're in a whole new place. And in this whole new place, I need you to change your disposition. Because right now, you're still walking like a slave, but you're in the promised land. See, there are some people right now, you're still walking like you a slave, but you've entered brand new territory. And all you need is somebody to identify that you're carrying yesterday into your future. 
Yeah, you need somebody that can look at you and say, no, that's yesterday's walk. I need you to shift into today's walk because God has something great on your life. And we don't want nobody to get confused about who you are. Yeah, you're not a slave anymore. You're a free man. You're a free woman. And so I need you to demonstrate that in your attitude, uh, in, in your walk, in, in your talk. When you communicate, talk like you're free. When you communicate, talk like you somebody. Oh, my God. I just wish we had some people in the house that believe that if you talk it, you can see it. Yeah. If you start talking like it, God will bring it into manifestation for your life. So he said, uh, you need to walk like you have a right to. Because she had been trained uh, to walk with her head down. And she had been in chains for so long, uh, even though she had crossed into new territory, uh, she still had the behavior of yesterday. And I want you to understand that some of us, uh, we still have the behavior of yesterday. We're in a brand new place, but it takes a, it takes a while to, to see behavior change. Amen. I, I know there are a lot of people who want to see it immediately. And, and I would like to see it immediately sometimes. But I want you to understand that sometimes you got to be mentored into a new walk. Yeah, you need somebody to walk with you and talk with you so that you understand how it works on this side. Because she was used to how things worked on the other side, but she just needed somebody who would be patient with her. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, just be patient with me. Uh, be patient with me. I got, I got some purpose on my life. You're about to see me operate in some authority and power, and I'm just getting my footing in this new land. Yeah, I'm just getting my footing in this new land. Will you just wait for a moment while I get my footing in this new land? Would you wait for a moment until I get my name changed because a name change is coming? I, I want you to understand that you're going to have to call me by a different name because I'm not bringing in uh, this new place that owe me. So some things have to change. Somebody shout some things have to change. Uh, Minty, whose name was uh, originally Araminta Ross, uh, gets her name changed after being asked by Mr. William Steele of the Anti-Slavery Society, which she liked to change her name to mark her newfound freedom. He said, it's, it's customary that when slaves come into their freedom or their liberty, that they change their name. Uh, they no longer want the name that the slave master gave them. And, and I want you to understand that many of us, when we were in the world, you know, the world gave us a name. The world called us by some names. It, when I was in the world, uh, the world called me by some names. You know, when I was drinking and acting up, you know, people used to call me uh, Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> that cheap alcohol like here come mad dog again 2020 on the way <laughs> but when you let go of the mad dog life you need a new name that reflects your future you need a name that reflects where you're going somebody shout I'm going somewhere 
she changed her name to mark her newfound freedom. You know, God changed the name of Jacob. His name meant surplanter or deceiver. God said, no, that time in your life is over, and I'm about to call you Israel. Israel means having power with God or God's fighter. So he said, I'm shifting you from being a deceiver to God's fighter. And I believe that there's some people in this house right now, you about to be the fighter of the Lord. God is about to use you to win some battles in your family. Yeah, he is. He's about to use you to win some battles in your community. God is about to use you to overcome some generational curses because there is a call on your life to be a transformer and a reformer. There's some things that's about to submit to the authority of God on your life. I dare you to look, look at somebody and tell them, walk like you got a right to. Walk, walk like you got a right to. You're not here by accident. You're here because there's an anointing on your life and you would have died if it were not for the hand of God that is on you. Somebody shout, it's the hand of the Lord. See, Harriet was willing to, she was willing to leave some people. She said, I, I, I can't wait on everybody to come with me. I got to get to freedom and I got to get to freedom now. Uh, there was a sense of urgency on her uh, to leave. That's why she didn't even wait on her husband. She didn't want his freedom being taken, and she knew her opportunity was now. And some of us, we got to learn how to move in the now. We can't wait on everybody to come with us. We got to say, God, if you're calling me, I'm shifting in the moment. I'm shifting in the now. Glory be to God. And so God guided her. He guided her uh, even though she was alone. She didn't have anyone, but God spoke to her. He spoke to her. And, and what was so interesting about this, this, this really blew me away and messed me up uh, because it's, it's what we sometimes um, hate. Um, we hate the fact that we have afflictions. Uh, but when I began to look at Harriet Tubman's life, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, there's purpose even for our pain, right? And so it was through Harriet Tubman's affliction that God spoke. Let me give you a little bit of background. She was hit in the head at the age of 13 by her oppressor. It was at that point that she began to have prophetic visions. It was, it was the... It was the affliction that God used to open her up to revelation. God, I hope you hear this. Uh, because there are some people right now, you're looking at your affliction and you're saying, God, this thing is killing me. God, this thing is bothering me. I, I wish you would get rid of the affliction. But God is saying, wait a minute, I'm about, I'm about to use that affliction. 
So, so I, can't, I can't get rid of it just yet because I'm going to speak through it. I'm going to speak through the pain. I'm going to speak through the conflict. I'm going to speak through the issues. And I need you to understand how powerful I am. I'm so powerful that I'm able to override your afflictions and use something that the devil meant for evil for good. See, that's the kind of God that you serve. He can use it for good. Somebody shout, he's using it for good. He's using it for good. Now we understand and see why David wrote in Psalms 119 and 71, it was good for me that I was afflicted. I, I can appreciate my affliction now because God is working through my affliction. He's working through my pain. He's working through my issues. He's working through my chaos. And so I'm all right with the affliction uh, because of the revelation, uh, because of the anointing that came. There was an anointing that came to compensate uh, for the affliction that was on my life. Where are the people at that know that you are anointed on the level of your affliction? You are anointed uh, on the level of your affliction. Uh, so he said, if I pour out affliction, uh, if I allow affliction to be poured out uh, upon your life, uh, he said, don't worry, I'll surpass it uh, with the anointing. Uh, so there will always be more anointing than there is affliction. Uh, where there is sin, uh, there will always be a greater measure of grace. Uh, I dare to look at somebody and tell them, that God is using my pain. He's using my affliction. He's doing something great in my life. Hallelujah. If you believe that, give God some praise. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. She said, Harriet Tubman said, she said, uh, when she got hit in the head, that the voice of the Lord became clearer. She said, you know, the hit that I took, <laughs> the hit that I took, yeah, yeah, I, I know this personally, the hit that I took made me turn my ear to God. Like I've never turned my ear to God before. Where are the people that took a hit and started hearing? Yeah, you took a hit and you said, my God, uh, now I can hear from you clearly. And the Lord spoke from heaven uh, and he said, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Uh, I allowed you to be hit uh, so that you could hear my voice uh, even more clearly uh, than you did before. Somebody shout, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, uh, I'm hearing, I'm hearing. Uh, in the middle of my pain, I'm hearing. Uh, come on, look at somebody, tell them, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing. Uh, I'm asking God to make his voice clear in my life. Uh, I had to take that hit uh, because that hit opened up my hearing. Uh, and so now I'm just grateful uh, that I can hear the Lord. Uh, as a matter of fact, I forgot about the hit. Uh, I'm not even concerned about the hit anymore. So the person that hit me, I forgive you because God was using the blow that you leveled on me to cause me to hear his voice like I never heard it before. Somebody shout, can you take a hit though? Can you, can you live past the hit? Can you, can you live 
can you live past the hit long enough to hear God's direction? Because that's what God is after. He's after those uh, who have purpose on their lives. And he's saying, I'm setting you up to hear from me clearly. And once your, your hearing gets fine-tuned to the frequency of God's voice, then you can hear the directions to the place that he's calling you to. She's hearing from God. She's going through a difficult time. But I promise to you that if you are hearing from heaven, you can make it through hell. I, I promise you if, you, if you can hear, if you can hear, if you can hear from heaven, you're going to make it through some stuff and people going to wonder, how are you making it through that? You going through a divorce and you still praising God the way that you're praising God? You done lost your job and you're still giving God the glory? Your kids ain't acting right, but you still waving your hand and shouting in the house. The reason why I can praise him because I heard that my present is not my future. I heard God say that you might be going through this for a season, but don't worry about it. Let people see uh, the affliction. Let them see the affliction. Uh, let them see your family messed up. Uh, let them see uh, what the enemy has done uh, so that when I glorify myself uh, through your deliverance, uh, they'll know it wasn't you. Uh, it was God uh, that showed up in your life. into she met a name a man by the name of William Steele uh, William Steele tried to tell Harriet Tubman that she made it to freedom because she was lucky 
Oh, my God. She, she, she made it to freedom because she was just lucky is what uh, William Steele said. But, he, but she made it clear to him that luck had no role in her story. I just need a couple people that are willing to tell the world, this ain't got nothing to do with luck, baby. Uh, this ain't got nothing to do with luck. This is not happens chance that I'm standing here today. God played a role in my deliverance. Uh, and I don't care how you uh, try to be intellectual. Uh, I don't care how you want to rationalize uh, how I'm here uh, and how I'm still standing uh, and how I made it through. Uh, but I been sent to tell you uh, that it was God. God did this for me. Uh, I dare to just look at one person tell them it was God. I'm telling you right now, uh, there were people that died uh, trying to get where I am. Uh, it was God that brought me uh, to the place that I stand right now. Uh, somebody shout, uh, it was God, it was God that did this. Uh, it was God that did this. Uh, Walk like you're supposed to be here. Walk like you're supposed to be here. 
supposed to try that. Whoa! Like it's supposed to live in that understand something I want them to understand something I want them to get this if you are under the age of 25 I want you to raise your hand right now I want you to understand something raise your hand high like you don't care listen I want you to get something right now when Harriet Tubman you can put your hand down when Harriet Tubman got to Philadelphia Pennsylvania uh, after she met William Steele, he introduced her to a woman named Marie. She goes into Marie's house. Marie begins to talk to her about her current state. She says, what you see me living in now, this is all I know. All I know is freedom. All I know is liberty. And so when William Steele told her that it was luck, and he wouldn't approve her going back to get her family. She went to Marie and she said, Marie, I need you to train me on how to walk like a free woman because you know how to do this thing. Young people, I want you to know that when you walk into a new place, link up with somebody that can train you on how to walk. Oh my God. I have to train They're going to have to train you. You're going to enter into some places. You're going to need some mentorship. You're going to need somebody to tell you to walk like this. Switch that up. Put your head up. You're going to need somebody that, that's experienced. And guess what you're going to have to be? Humble enough to listen and say, tell me what to do. Come on, tell me, tell me. What else? What else? Young people, I need you to touch another young person next to you and tell them, humble yourself because God wants to bless you. Go ahead, touch somebody, touch them. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Touch them and tell them, humble yourself so that you can get the information uh, that God wants to get to you. I need you to tell them every word. Young people, I need you to stand to your feet right now. I need you to stand. Every young person under the age of 21, 25, 25. 25. Listen, the devil wants to trick you all. You're living in an age that rejects mentorship. There are people that are your age, you can't tell them nothing. They're losing because they won't get mentored. Doriante, you have a desire to play in the NFL, don't you? Guess what? You're going to need somebody.
to come alongside you and mentor you and show you how that goes. And you're going to have to be humble enough as a young man to say, instruct me, teach me, tell me what I need to do. Because people who do that, they're able to walk into greatness. Whatever you want to do, each and every one of you all, I promise to you that you're not going to be able to bring your old way of living, your old way of thinking into a new place. That new place will spit you out and reject you. You have to be willing to transform the way that you think. You have to be humble enough to say, I don't know. Harriet sought out Marie. After the introduction, she said, let me go back and ask Marie if she would teach me how to walk. Not only did she teach her and instruct her how to walk, she dressed her. She dressed her. Put this on. Because where, where you, her family walk into, she was getting ready to head back home to get her family. And some people don't have a heart to go back and get somebody else, but she did. And so if she was gonna go back down south, she had to walk like she was free. Because if they looked at her and they saw the movements of a slave, they would have chained her up again. So she had to be convincing to everybody that would lay eyes on her. I'm telling you right now, there is greatness on the inside of each and every one of you. And the enemy wants to recapture what God has loosed. But if you can walk like you got a right to, I promise you, you're going to see some things come to pass in your life. And I dare you to hug somebody and tell them, walk, walk, walk like you got a right to. You're beautiful. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, minister to them. Tell them you're beautiful. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, give him some praise. Stand to your feet all around the room. Some of us are not making the level of progress that we should because we don't have I pray that today's message blessed your life. If you're in the St. Louis, Missouri area, you are invited to join us on Sunday for our worship service at the Advancing Church located at 4152 Washington Boulevard. Our service promptly starts at 11 a.m. We also have a Bible study every Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Visit our church website at theadvancingchurch.org to get more information about what our church is doing for our community, our co-read initiative, entrepreneurial playbook for and much more. This is Pastor Jordan. Have a blessed week.